Welcome to the spotlight, the spotlight. No, no, no commercials in the spotlight, the spotlight. We get personal in the spotlight, the spotlight. Hey, welcome to the spotlight series. My name Nutty, yeah, he take it serious. We wanna know about your life and where you came from. What's your story? Tell us where you got your name from. Where you started, when you gon' finish, when the game done. A lot of characters in this movie, you the main one. Hey, welcome to the spotlight, the spotlight. Hey, welcome to the spotlight, the spotlight. This the spotlight series. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the spotlight, the spotlight. No commercials in the spotlight, the spotlight. We get personal in the spotlight, the spotlight. This the spotlight series. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the South Harmon Spotlight. This is going to be episode 13, number, lucky number 13. This is going to be with my guy, man. We play in a league. We had him on the AMA not too long ago. He is an incredible dude. He has a personality that matches me and Adam. <laughs> it goes on for days and days. It's one, the only Mr. Thomas Tipple of FantasyPoints.com. FantasyPoints.com. Yeah, doing the Full Tilt podcast, too. I just seen that you guys got picked up here not too long ago. You're the official Dynasty podcast of Fantasy Points. What's up? Congratulations, first and foremost. But how you doing, Tom? I'm I'm doing better every week now. Uh, yeah, uh, Dynasty Points now exists. Uh, Jacob, Lucas, and I are the lead Dynasty video content provider and probably their only Dynasty content provider at the moment. I know the data suite is super sick. Their DFS content is next level, but Dynasty content's coming now that we're, we're running the ship there. This is like getting all the uh, Infinity Stones together, ain't it? Is that what's yeah. going on here? That That is the goal. Yeah, getting Jacob and I and, and Lucas has really, really helped um, add a little bit of what they were missing, which was really what my goal was since I started there. Still a multimedia producer as well, so they're just the opportunities have been phenomenal. And, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to Data Suite, datasuite.fantasypoints.com. Get signed up. I know you just did. Yes, I did. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. How can how can I run a fantasy football company if I don't have that? Like that's like that's like being a long long haul trucker without a semi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? I won't disagree. It they got all the advanced data up today. That's like, incredible. All of the advanced data from Sunday was already up today. You can't beat that. It's the fastest. No company is doing that. Player profiler, PFF, none of them. That any my fantasy life, they all have some their data entry, but we are accurate and we are the fastest. It's not even close. Absolutely ridiculous. I love everything that's going on over there. You're an incredibly good dude, an incredibly interesting dude. Hey, uh, you you might be the most interesting man on this podcast, and oh. I've had I've had a few. Right, that's impressive right there. No shade at any guests that I've had on here before, but not not very often you get a retired professional wrestler on here. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, one thing that one thing that I always get told people will be talking to me, right? And I'll be like, Oh yeah, so one time I went and they're like, You did that too? I was like, Yeah. So then and then you know, a couple of years later they go, You did that too? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been lucky enough to live kind of an exciting life in that regard. It it came with some 
some sacrifices, obviously, as all those things do, but some real I've been been really lucky, truly. So usually we start talking about your fantasy football journey and we'll definitely get into that. But wrestling, how how the hell did you get into professional wrestling? How how does one go about being a professional wrestler? You're honestly the first and only person I think I'll probably meet in my life where I'll be able to ask that question. Hey, man, uh, anyone can do it. Uh, you know, no one's ever too old either. Diamond Dallas Page didn't start until he was in his uh, late 30s. I can say 20s, I'm too but... fat. I'm hey, too fat and broken down. All right. There's not I a lot of that. I have wrestled guys that were just big, and I mean like 500 pounds big. Oh, and man. all they did was they showed up and they just threw us around and like left. That's all you got to do. Anyone can technically do it. I don't suggest everyone do it, but it it can be done. Uh, how that started, look, me and my brother grew up uh, in Ontario. We always loved wrestling. So we were always watching Monday nights and the Monday Night Wars. We watch ECW on Fridays after roller derby uh, way back in the day. Um, did that, and him and I were separated. We got uh, separated for... Oh my gosh, I want to say 13 years. Wow. We were separated. And when he, we, uh, thanks to social media, shout out Facebook actually, he found me again. Nice. Uh, we started talking. He moved back to Winnipeg and he had already started his training by then, uh, where he was elsewhere. And, you know, I didn't, I, I was still playing football until uh, I was paralyzed at one point, and then my kind of my football career kind of ended at that point. And I thought, what better way to get active again than to do pro wrestling after temporary paralysis? Because this is just a natural progression. It seems to fit, and, don't it? <laughs> yeah. So I, I went and I just showed up. I did a match. Well, kind of a match. It was so bad. Honestly, it was so terrible. I didn't do the proper training. Me and my brother just practiced some stuff. We rehearsed this thing from start to finish. We did it. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And I kind of stopped doing it. I did it for like six months. And I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm done. I focused on coaching. I coach football. I was um, offensive coordinator for high schools here. It's actually the youngest offensive coordinator in Manitoba's history. Um, also set multiple records in my in my time so shout out uh i'm a bit of an x and o's guy even though i'm a i've become a data enthusiast in the fantasy space i am i do have an x and o's background and then once that was over he kind of was like do you want to like try this again like do you want to like do it and i was like okay i started going to proper training right five nights a week uh, after i worked overnights so we'd actually go at like seven in the morning it's cold here in Winnipeg. Like it's minus 45 degrees. So the ring that we trained in was in a garage and it was in the winter. So it's just cold. So you have to move around. We trained, we trained, we trained and we just kept working and working and working. And him and I got to do some really amazing things and meet some truly amazing people and just live out an actual childhood dream after being apart for so long. We, really managed to achieve some really cool things that's absolutely incredible man absolutely incredible and listen you had so much there in about a four minute segment <laughs> we went from professional wrestling being reunited reunited with your long lost brother yeah, that's where it starts though like that that without it so if my if my brother and i never got separated if we never met back up even when we met back up it was like this weird like 
he wasn't who I remembered him being. Hmm. Right. So there was like an awkward distancing. We fought a lot. We didn't talk for two years. We had a big falling out when he came back and then it was wrestling that brought us back, man. And, you know, without that, we wouldn't have achieved, you know, I wouldn't have got to call Bret Hart an asshole uh, because he is, he is an asshole. Um, I wouldn't got to tell Jake, the snake Roberts off. I wouldn't got to tour with Jimmy Hart and never would have gotten to wrestle and beat Kenny Omega multiple times. So shout out while he was IWGP heavyweight, junior heavyweight and tag team champion, Kenny, I have your number. Uh, I never would have got to be on the Omega man documentary with my brother for, for TSN, whoever shot that all those opportunities never would have happened. If by some luck, we didn't find one another again through insane circumstances. So um, it, it has to start there. It has to. Absolutely. It sounds like you could cut a promo today. Like just off the riff. Maybe I, I could do it anytime. I remember I did one show. I, I really loved it. Um, oh my gosh. I wish I could remember what show it was. I loved them so much. It was so many years ago, but they asked me to do an impromptu macho man promo and I cut it. And like, it was one of my favorite things in fantasy. Like it was, it was truly so good, but yeah, promos, promos all the time. That's what talking about fantasy football is. Cutting promos. Yeah. Like I could cut a promo on, um, Oh my God. Greg Roman, like Greg Roman got so many promos on the full tail dynasty podcast cut against him every week that people just started to get sick of it, but I just kept cutting them. Oh my gosh. Adam and I too, like we started our, our first, uh, 40 podcast for the longest time for, for those of the people who've, uh, tuned into us for a while, uh, used to be, uh, badass Billy Gunn, road dog, Jesse James, mm-hmm. new age outlaw. So, uh, mm-hmm. the wrestling roots do run deep with us as well. <laughs> Uh, you start off every show with, uh, oh, you didn't know? No <laughs> <laughs> ass better call somebody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yes. The wrestling, deep, so the wrestling roots run deep with us, but that's absolutely crazy and incredible, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you're one of a kind. I don't think I'm going to meet another one while I'll be able to ask about wrestling. <laughs> maybe I'll get The Rock on someday. You never know, oh, maybe. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. That's one. He definitely one. Wrestlers love to talk about himself. That dude beats all of us. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> cutting a promo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the legend. The legend. So you said you did play football. What you what'd you play in football? What position were you? Everything. I was never good enough to do one thing, which is why I think I made a decent coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played running back specifically. I was a special teams guy. Like I'm for people listening, I'm five foot eight on a good day. When I played, I was a buck 62 if I ate real well before the game. Uh, but I was quick, shifty, so I returned kicks, returned punts, played a lot of running back. But there's one game I remember playing corner, slot corner, safety. I played outside linebacker for some stupid reason. Right. Played fullback, wide out, quarterback, slot in one game. It feels like we could just uh we could attach all those words we always attach to like white football players, right? Yeah, gritty, yeah, uh, scrappy. First one in, last one out. Real coach's kid. Smart. Hard worker. A grinder. <laughs> Underdog story. Sneaky athletic. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. Just apply all those to, to Thomas. Jeff Driscoll, sneaky athletic, is what uh is what 
what I like to refer to myself as. Well, let's Not go. Booty, but as athletic. You're like the five foot eight Taysom Hill. That's basically, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how I played, and you know, I, I had my, I had some, I had had some scouts at one point, but yeah, one bad hit, man. That's all it took. One, one will change everything, won't it? Yeah, kids, and if you're a coach listening or your kids play, don't ever let them lead with their heads. I know we complain about that when we watch games. What is he getting fined for for blocking too hard? Right. Nah, because he might have killed himself. I'm lucky to be walking, so. Let's keep let's keep the heads up. Keep the heads up. Keep the heads up. See what you're hitting. See mm-hmm. what you're hitting. So, how long did you uh, do coaching for? I coached for three years. Three years, three offense three coordinator. Years. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I walked right into it. First job coaching. What, what kind of coaching. what kind of scheme did you run? Uh so my biggest thing when I coached, and it's what I learned. So in Canada, we have different levels. We have like a city, right? So major, you could be adult, 18 to 21. Then you can go to junior, which is like a step below our CIS or college. And then you go to college. So guys who are not getting college reps will actually go and play this junior league to get film and then bring it back to the coaches. If they're like third string on the practice squad in college, they're like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go play. So I we were getting taught college and u.s college schemes when i was like 18 or 19 so as a backup quarterback i had to remember this kind of stuff so i remembered that and i got my hands on the junior varsity team that's where i was uh, brought on to coach and i instilled that same philosophy so we were actually running a junior football program like semi-college system at 14 and 15 so we had the same concepts, pull concepts, double pull concepts. At a time where here in Canada, like I know people in Texas would be like, well, we've been running that since we were eight, buddy. <laughs> uh, but it's not like that here, right? And, and if you watch Canadian football, it's a different brand of football with the motions and the formation sets. But yeah. we had a 15-year-old quarterback standing in shotgun, getting just nothing but shotgun, running play action, fake screen, wheel routes, like we were running advanced concepts and we did not win a ton of games, but we put up a ton of yards and a lot of my guys went on to win championships at the varsity level and went on. I think we graduated 12 to 14 guys on scholarship from that program. Oh, nice. Uh, after varsity. And that's what mattered to me. Yeah. So yeah, what it is. Yeah. It was about teaching. And then, you know, with wrestling that came through, I, you know, coaching, stopped but um we ran a very wide type system for sure i love it i love it we were so uh basic and vanilla you know in iowa high school football and then you go and you play at the d3 level and they give you this playbook that's you know like an old school phone book and you're going what the you want me to learn all this (laughs) we ran audibles and line checks at 15 years old holy cow so we were identifying yeah, line checks, play switches, all that kind of stuff. Um, just trying to teach um, that higher level of learning of, nice. of the game itself. That was so important to me. They they do say, like, for a lot of things, right, uh, they, they talk about with children. If you're going to teach them a, a second language, it's best to start when they're children because it's so hard, you mm-hmm. know, being, you know, my age and 37 here, learn Spanish. Yep. Okay. 
you I'm struggle on my, to comprehend new things, it's actually better to put them on, uh, put them extra early. I'm on my ninth attempt at Rosetta Stone Spanish. So How, how's that go. going for you? Not well, not well. Uh, I quit again. <laughs> new Year's resolutions coming up soon, so that might be it. Weight's definitely not coming off, so it's gonna. It might have to be over Zeta. I did. Uh, I did three months on Babel with Russian for oh, there you some go. god awful reason during the the pandemic. I have no idea why, but I was like, you know what? We cooped up in the house. Let's learn Russian. The pandemic started so many half-ass projects that I don't. None of that's surprising. I got Dasvuchia. That's about it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And, and really, I could have just learned the same amount of Russian just from listening to Burt Kreischer tell just his machine watch, story. Watch John Wick and listen to the bad guys. That's all you need to pick up on. Just That's my on Russian. Me. Kevin Nash popping up. There you go. That's John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. I like how he plays a, a Russian in there with the worst accent possible. The worst. The worst. No reason for Kevin Nash to be in that movie. Just a really fat, out of shape Kevin Nash, too. Not even prime time. It's almost impossible to recognize it's Kevin Nash if it wasn't for that mole on his face. That was um, torn quad Kevin Nash, I'm pretty sure. It was after he, like, climbed in the ring and blew his quads out. And that's why you don't climb in the ring at that age. Correct. say, we're good. (laughs) He actually had a very serious, like, uh, leg disorder. He talked about that a lot, like at the end of his career when he was wearing the baggy pants, not even the tight pants. Yeah. 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 He had a a serious leg issue. You can find pictures. They look bad. That reminds me of like uh, Brock Lesnar when he got diverticulitis, you know, and then you see the the pictures of him when he he loses like a hundred and some pounds. Doesn't even look like him anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. 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 All right. Fantasy football after we get an Austin Eckler touchdown because we are watching this game. We need that. Oh. We need that. that, that I'm yeah. two points away from the win here, I think. No, that'll give me the win. Home Let's league go. win, baby. That's what matters. No matter what anyone tells you. Home league and league of record wins. Andrew, I'm going to send this to you, and I hope you're listening, buddy, but that's an L. Eat that fat L. Never a doubt. Eckler the goat. Let's go. Playoffs. Suck it, Andrew. Suck it, Andrew. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get. So fantasy football. How did you get into fantasy football? When did it first start for you? Was it home league? Who introduced you? How'd, how'd, how'd that come about? So I've been playing fantasy football long enough to remember drafting Trung Candidate as a sleeper oh, on pieces of paper. Um, I have oh, been Jesus. playing since high school. Uh, I'm 35. So to put that in perspective, it's about 20 years or so. Um, fantasy sports start with me with, uh, with baseball, which is actually like my number one sport that I follow, believe it or not. Um, and it it started with like, there was this little game. I don't know if you played this where you're from, but like, it's like a baseball cards on a spinner. Oh no. Spinner would dictate if it was like a single or a double. And wow. Hard to, like reflect you, you were fancy man. lineup. That's just it was just a little game and it's like serious. You can look it up. I don't know what it's called now, but people are like serious about this like cards get banned. It's crazy. It's like right up there with international cup stacking with obscure like obscure. <laughs> obscure. Yeah. But that's where it started and I've been addicted ever since. So I'm autistic and I've recently found out this and it makes so much sense for how much I gravitated towards learning about like a player statistics and following it and how it applies. So I've unknowingly just been feeding 
my autism with just fantasy sports. And I've always been that way. 10, 11, 12, just carried about uh, statistics and how to apply them and finding ways to use them. My friends got real tired of hearing me talking about, you watched the game last night? So-and-so from this place scored this many. Like, we don't give a shit. Can we play Halo? Like, <laughs> you're in the middle of a Halo 3 match. Can we just, can you play Halo and stop talking to me about, you know, some dude that scored a touchdown last week? No one knows who he is. Shut the fuck up. Like, that was, that was you know, how it was treated. I, I, I annoyed a lot of people, but it, and it led me here. So long time, long time, long, long time. People don't even know who Trunk candidate is. Go look him up. <laughs> hey, he was fast. That boy was fast. He could have been he, legit. He was fast. He was, yeah. It's also terrible. I've talked with other people on here. My, my first big one that I remember like planting my flag on was uh Matt Jones, the white oh, yes. Matt Jones. Yep. From Arkansas. Yep. He loved the cocaine, he, though. Yes, he <laughs> fucking did. Long haired <laughs> Matt Jones was an era. Like, that was an era. I, for sure. But the, um, I, I didn't really start the, the content creating portion of my life until the pandemic. Like most people, right? we ran out of things to do. And before I started Full Tilt, I used to do a podcast called The Hobby Shop. And we would just talk about wrestling i'd have wrestlers on wrestlers that didn't like me even here locally but i sat them down in my house and we went one-on-one and we just talked it all out and is awesome and that was my introduction to podcasting and then we have the legal record for full tilt which is the friday night lights fantasy football league because our first show was called fnl and um it was just me speaking into my notepad on my phone, talking shit about every other team in the league. Like we did the draft and me and Jacob sat down and just shitting on everyone else's draft in the league. And like, that's how it started. So the first like seven weeks is just me talking. They can't, I just picked up my phone as if people could see me, but it was just me talking into my cell phone. Like, Oh, Andrew, your, your draft was shitty and you traded this player. You suck. And like, that's all it was for the first like seven weeks. And then Jacob and I would talk so much that my now fiance would be like, you guys, I'm separating you. Like we're doing trade negotiations at three in the morning, like just degenerate behavior. And it kind of started there. And I was like, do you want to just talk about this every week? And then it started. And then we got Billy, the OG member who's no longer a, a mainstay. And it just started to pick up. We posted our first episode. We did our first. We didn't even have YouTube for a long time. I just put it off for some reason. I was like, yeah, it's never going to be a thing. Like, whatever. I didn't think of it that way. It was just for fun. I never wanted to make money. And here we are. Like, we haven't really uh, missed a week unless we needed a break in years. That's incredible, man. It's it's similar to how Adam and I started. uh, Just talking back and forth forever. Uh, wives think you got girlfriends or you're cheating on them. I'm like, yep. no, it's actually a dude. And it's yep. a, you know, a dude who doesn't even live close to me. How'd you meet him on the internet? <laughs> what are you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, you know, maybe we'll stop uh, stop doing this back and forth and just record it. Like, who cares? If you listen to us, great. If you don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I yep. just don't want to text you anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I need to yeah. save my thumbs. Yeah, exactly. And 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 
I know that's how it starts for like a lot of people too. And like, I met Jacob at random. Like we aren't like lifelong friends. He's from Winnipeg as well. I met him on a slow pitch baseball team. I showed up one week because my friend Brad was like, we need someone. I didn't want to play. I played, did the splits, picked the ball out of the dirt at first base. Boom. They're like, can you come back every week? Two weeks later, Jacob showed up and him and I hit it off. And it's been like that ever since. So that was like 2017 or 18. So we met at complete random. The show may never have happened if I didn't make one play at first base. Wow. Wow. Isn't, isn't life so weird like that? You talked yeah, about it with the, the wrestling and your brother. Now you got this with this big part of your life. Like if mm-hmm. you were to sit down and do a pie chart of the biggest things in your life, like what has made you so far, you just talk about a couple of huge ones there that don't exist if not for one single moment, right? Random happenstance is Random been, happenstance. Uh, has been the the drive, the driver, like since like geez, since like the biggest events, right? Homelessness and whatever, wrestling, like all that stuff that happened after that has all been just like random happenstances. One moment will change everything, won't it? Everything. Yep. Nuts. If I'm not in a Destination Devi Discord, just happen to be spouting off about how great I think James Robinson is. Adam doesn't DM me, and uh, the lifelong friendship never happens. R.I.P. 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 James Robinson. Really Your sack. James no. James Robinson died, so Adam and I could fly. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate well, your sacrifice. Yeah. Shout out. Your your Achilles left your body to enable self harming to exist. <laughs> <laughs> to, to emerge your from your Achilles ashes. Your, your, your Achilles uh, uh, fed South Harmon. So well, shout out to you, James Robinson. Well, damn. I wonder how many uh, how many uh, fantasy football podcasts, you know, in the next five years are going to sprout off because Cam Akers decided to tear his other Achilles. Now, yeah, so. double. Double. <laughs> so whoever did it is definitely going to, like, win the Millie Maker live on air now. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Some acre truther is going to be blessed with the Millie maker just based on the two Achilles injuries and that guy never dropping them off his rosters. Absolutely crazy. So you do a ton of video editing. Yes. How, how did you get into it and where did you learn how to do it? Um, so I found out early that no one gave a shit about what I was writing. In the fantasy space. Like <laughs> no one, gave man, a no one cares. I, I wrote, like three Hollywood Brown articles and they were like, I put so much time into it and shout out to the editor. It was actually Dave Kluge that edited it to made it, make it like readable. Uh, That guy was huge in, I know he shout out Dave, man. I I know he gets like, he's kind of a punching bag on Twitter. Right. But aren't aren't we all at times? Exactly. (laughs) Like he, he gets it real bad, but without him, I'm not here. So shout out there. Again, another moment in life. Yeah. Changes the trajectory of everything. My first, how I got into video editing, you know what it was? Uh, Going back even before I I talked to anyone about it, my first job in fantasy was with Fantasy Intervention. And um, I can't believe I'm going to forget his name right now. Chase Vernon. Because I would just clip the games. I have, I set it up. And if you're not using it, I use a stream deck and I would have the game on. And I would just clip it and I would post it to the Twitter before the NFL could do it. And then I would be like, this play happened, this down and distance. I like this player. Boom. Greg Roman is an asshole. Stop feeding targets to Patrick Ricard. Boom. And I would post it. And he, he saw that. Uh, Jacob got a job with him first. 
I DM'd him. You know, this is kind of what I do. No one gave a crap about my writing. And so I realized my ticket would be production value-based things. There's one thing with Full Tilt I cared so much about was getting that production value up to par. And I literally just learned it myself. I just sat down and I just figured it out. I figured out Adobe. I figured out all the other canvas. I figured it all out, sat down, got some tips and tricks along the way for sure. Like graphic arts design. I learned from the best, uh, which is um, Steven Roto, uh, Steven Johnson. And um, oh my gosh, Bob. Is it Bob Gilchrist? Bob. Oh my God. I can't believe. Yeah. Bob Gilchrist. He taught me. Uh, I just because he was like getting overwhelmed and this is for anyone. If, if you want to get into any space, any, I saw an opportunity where somebody needed help. And even though I had never done it before, I was like, do you want to just teach me how to do some of this? Just teach me how to make thumbnails. And then I can like take that over for you and you can like do other stuff. And that's how I got my in. He taught me the basics of Photoshop. Got me that job. I got a job with Matt Donnelly at Dynasty Vipers doing his. Gave me more practice. And then that was my doorway into Fantasy Points. You just have to see an opening. That is so key, right? Like as a person who runs a fantasy football company, so weird to say that. There's so (laughs) much in the day-to-day where it's like, I wish I had somebody who could just take this over for me. Like I, I just uh, so just today we dropped the uh, the Grant Gillen uh, South Harmon Spotlight. So he works over at IDP guys and he handles all the SEO and stuff for YouTube. And as I'm doing SEO, every single video I go, I wish I had a Grant. I wish I had a Grant. <laughs> and people are like, How do you break into the fantasy industry? There's your ticket. You Find something to do. Oh, do Find it. something where you can help out, and all of a sudden. You become really good at it. Now you're in high demand and doors open for you every right. single place. This is like we joked about before. That's when you can get all those unpaid internships brought your way, and then you can <laughs> really get into the fantasy space. <laughs> well, you come work for South Harbor, I'll pay you. Trust me. I don't, I don't do that unpaid bullshit. And it's it's not just that. If you can just learn how to do all that stuff really well, it's not only going to help your content grow, right? But right. you're going to become, like you said, an asset to the point where I now I know how to do YouTube SEO, written SEO, video de- uh, design, podcast editing, uh, short clipping, uh, long form editing, uh, caption editing because it's really important. People really shrug that aside but when I see an incorrect caption; it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, thumbnail design, like all that stuff, man. You can charge for and start making a little bit of money and and. I've I've been lucky and you know and no do not work for free don't do that I just want to point that out I did that for a while to kind of get my feet and I realized like no like you you can't do that and it it makes a difference you get that first fantasy football paycheck it 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 really dude and anyone listening it changes everything and it, it makes your it makes you more hungry for it. And if you know these little skills, look, there's we say it on our podcast all the time, and we're gonna get you guys on there because we talk about it all the time, it's gonna get done. But I always say on the podcast, there's 672,421 podcasts, articles, uh, tweets, videos talking about my waiver wire pickups, and but people aren't tuning in to hear who your waiver wire pickup is, they're tuning in for you, right? So the way to set yourself apart in a space crowded with 
Trey Lance QB one from 20,000 people and then <laughs> Dak sucks and all the, all the opinions is to set yourself apart in a different way. And honestly, your fast track is editing and getting production down. You do that. You're an asset money. Yeah. Listen oh, to that I advice. Mean, Career advice for anybody who's thinking about getting into fantasy football right there. Little side tangent, but I, I, this is important from a self-made man. <laughs> Truly self-made, self-made mm-hmm. legend wrestler oh, football, yeah, coach, football player <laughs> hey it, it look it again i i joked like at times we'll talk about ourselves like all time but like to really put it in perspective if you're sitting at home and you're like oh like what else can i do so i was homeless i you know overcame drug addiction i found out that i have autism but from all that you know like you said pro wrestling fantasy football all this other stuff that happened after all that it, it starts with just wanting to do that one extra little thing, man. My God. Uh, you're low-key inspirational, Thomas. Don't <laughs> let that go to your head, though. It already, at the end, at the end I, of the day, you're still Canadian. You don't know. That's true. <laughs> what you don't know is you just saying you're low-key inspirational. I've already put that on a T-shirt. So I've just, I've just quoted Mike, and I'm just going to order it Got right it. now because it's already gone to my head. You can't feed an Italian's ego. I'll put it up on the uh, the South Harbor merchandise store right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll cut you in the temper, man. Good, good, we're good, good. I just need to take my share. My there you cut. go. Oh man. So looking at the future for mm-hmm. you, like in the content game and what you're doing now, um, are you one of those people who sets goals? Like, do you have defined goals, or are you just? This is kind of where Adam and I differ. We're a lot alike, but we uh, we differ in the sense where he is very, like, he sets himself a goal, which he really wants to work towards, and he tries to get there. And I'm more like the, hey, man, we're having fun. Just keep doing what we're doing. That's all we need to do. <laughs> where, where do you fall out on that spectrum? Are you a goal guy, or are you kind of a, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm along for it right now. I am obsessive in gaining traction for something i this is like this might this is going to sound corny as hell and you can at me that's at el nostra thomas everywhere and just call me corny i don't care but i have to fake being an underdog like i have that you've seen the interview with tom brady where he's like what what do you say what did he say to me did he say i suck like no one said you suck dude yeah like but you have i have to create that um so that's how I've gotten all these goals, right? Um, and that's, again, from – I've taken that mentality through everything, from playing football. Oh, he said I was too short. said I was too – I'll show him. Put me in. Like, oh, they, they, they haven't seen my speed yet. Like, no one gives a shit. But that's how I had to hype myself up, right? So I, I have to do that with this. Otherwise, I – my ADHD and all that other stuff will just take over and I'll just be built. You can't see again. I'm pointing at shit thinking people can see me, but um, I have Lego. I will stop creating content and just be like, that piece looks a little bit sideways and I'll have to go and adjust it. And three hours later, I haven't done shit. So I have to set goals for myself or I will just plastic bag my way into getting nothing done. Jingling keys, real bad for me, real bad for me. So I have to set goals and it kind of started with full tilt, right? It was like, okay, we got a hundred downloads. Okay. What can we, what can we do to get 150? Okay. we got the 150. What can we do to get, okay. we got a couple of views here. Like maybe if I team up here and then maybe, and 
it, it you kind of overwork it a little bit. Like you try too hard, right? And things don't work and you get bummed out about it. A lot of highs and lows, but I set insane goals. When Fantasy Points first gave me my first shot, right? They were going through a little ownership change, some kind of positional changes. I just jumped in. Like they never asked me to do a thing. I just started doing it because I realized it was missing. I was like, okay, I'm going to get them to see this. Okay, what if they gave me permission to like, what if they gave me the YouTube login? Okay, from there, what if, what if they gave me permission? Like, like, and it just kept going. And now it's like, okay, now how can I get full tilt onto the fantasy points feed? How can I get my content up to that next level? Good enough. So Scott Barrett loves it. Okay, sweet. We got that. What's next? Okay, we just broke our record this week. For, for podcast downloads, amazing. How can we become the most downloaded show on their network? Like, I have to set these goals um, or else I, I don't get anything done. I will play Call of Duty for 12 hours a day and get nothing done if if I don't set those goals. It's It's honestly been crucial for me where it's like, okay, um... Okay, I want to buy a new truck. How can I make that happen? Okay, I'm not going to get that until I do this, this, and this. Or how do we buy it? Same thing. You want to buy a house? Okay, hey, sweet. How do you get there? Everything, every step, and my fiance has been huge with this uh, since turning my life around, has been like, what's that next goal? Okay, what do we want to achieve next? And I just apply that to content creating as well. Wow. Wow. I feel like I such a piece of shit right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Everybody, oh, yeah, I can get my shit together. Everyone Damn. has no, everyone has everyone has a process. Everyone has their own steps. You take your own steps, make your own path, and you'll get there. But that's just how I have to do it, or else I will do shit. I am a lazy, lazy fuck oh, if I am allowed to be. <laughs> I am allowed to be <laughs> the bare minimum <laughs> for real, no matter for what real. it is. Uh, yeah, I think I was born in the wrong generation. Like I could have fit in real well in like the hippie generation in the sixties. Just like, mm-hmm. hey, what's up, man? Far out. Far out. Right. I do love the technology, right? I love, do right. love being able to watch football, but you know, I think I can get by just living in a van. In I think California, technology-wise, at like ninety-six. I think Tamagotchi probably should have been the last real development in the technology system. But hey, oh, I me. really, I really love my Digimon on the keychain. Oh, Digital Monsters, yeah, Digimon of the Champion. Yeah. It was just that evolution. Uh, I mean, you're uh, you're a few years younger than me, but uh, do you remember when Pogs was a thing? Oh, Slammers! Oh, baby, yeah, let's, let's go. go. Those were like fights on the on the schoolyard for those slammers. Uh, then some asshole would bring out the metal ones, and it would scuff your shiny slammer. Nah, 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 nah. That's hands. Nah, hands on sight. It'll fight you. It'll <laughs> fight you. It was the same way, like when they'd mess up your nice brand new yo-yo that you just got about Oof. like seventh, eighth grade for me. Let me try, and then they they try to do that double back, and they scuff it off the concrete. Mm, mm, you're going, you. you're going right back to Zeller's, buddy. Or somebody wants to walk the dog with my my forty dollar yo yo. Yeah, get out of here. Saved up eight weeks of allowance for that shit. (laughs) Do you know how much I had to rob out of my mom's purse every (laughs) single day? Two weeks. Just a dollar at a time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sure, she wouldn't notice. (laughs) Sneaky about it too. 
Oh my gosh. So how do you do it then when you guys go on a show? Like, do you, uh, do you run with the show sheet? Do you keep everything real nice and organized? Or do you guys just fly by the seat of your pants? It depends. Um, so anything fantasy points related, uh, if I'm on it, I try to show sheet it, right? Because I feel like I'm kind of new with those guys. Like they, they gave me my first like on screenshot with best ball breakdown, which is like a new right. show I did with Scott. I did all that off the cusp, right? Like that was just me being the host of the whole thing. I very rarely got input in for players. I wish they would have listened to me because we never would have drafted Justin Ross ever, but uh, is what it is. It's done now. All our teams are out. Thanks. Shit, Scott. I, I wish I would have listened to you. Um, terrible. Um, ass. <laughs> And a terrible human being, as it turns out. Apparently. Kansas favorite. Uh, all you have to do is not go full punter on a lady, and apparently the Chiefs will sign you. So, and keep you on their roster. But, so for them, I, I tried to do show sheets. It's gotten to a point now for full tilt, we don't need one. Like, in the dog days of content creating and grinding, like review season, we won't do show sheets. And we could not talk to each other for a full week, show up and be like, what do you want to do? And then we would do it, and we'll will crush it but now dynasty points is around i've gotten back to show sheet creating and structure and tightening it up a little bit and uh it's it's worked out so i'm glad we went back to that but i i can do either or right like when you asked me ama hey and i said tell me what you need and you go we don't do nothing sweet i'm just showing up just show up like and that's that's the beauty of being um i'm not ashamed to sound like a moron behind a microphone like i'm not that type so i might say something that turns out to be woefully incorrect and i'm just gonna eat that right but nah we we do show sheets now but uh either or either or i love it you're you're both i could do a show sheet i just prefer to never do one (laughs) (laughs) that's the best way i can put that yeah no that's uh that's that's scott too he hates them well, it's it's like saying I can eat a salad, right? Like I can mm-hmm. get it down physically. I just prefer to never do it. Salad, but could you just like put three cheeseburgers on top of it, like that? Please, cheeseburger yeah. salad. Pound of bacon too, if you would. please. <laughs> minimum, minimum. Just yeah, let's get, let's get it greased up. It's uh, it's like a grandma's boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we, if we pay extra. Can we get some grease or fat? Such <laughs> an underrated movie. Oh. I used to uh I used to manage a blockbuster in college. And nice. that that was uh the most stolen movie in history. I believe it. I mean I Blockbuster it. CEO, I think he had something back in the day where by far and away that was the most stolen DVD they ever had was Grandma's Boy. So it was so good. Shout out to how great that movie was. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, definitely uh I'm more like Alex in there. It's just <laughs> like I could still live with my grandma. She was alive. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> smoke weed all day. I uh, design I def- a video game or two. Definitely more the uh, leather jacket wannabe villain, uh, complete oh, yeah. weirdo nerd is yeah. trying to hide in a wall, all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. that that's me. More JP, huh? Yeah. Hey, def- how much the clothes cost in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. I'm movies, good. movies, football. Didn't, uh, think, didn't think she'd hit Grandma's boy today, but oh, hey, we'll f- there we go. That's we'll why we don't f- do show shoots, baby. 
Full spectrum, baby. <laughs> Full <laughs> spectrum. We hit everything. <laughs> so what do you want to see in the future? Like, uh, what with the state of where fantasy football content kind of is, I mean, you're in it, you do it. You see good stuff out there, but you also see a lot of bad stuff. You see a lot of toxicity kind of left and right. Yeah. The weird thing, too, is like the toxicity that's on Twitter um, or X or whatever we want to call it nowadays or, you know, show uh, beefs or content creator beefs that go back and right. forth. These, sorry, these motherfuckers meet up at the expo and they're nice as hell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just smiles at each other and they shake right. each other's hands and I'm like, you guys said some awful things back and forth to each other over text. Now you're in person. It's funny that you guys are so nice, but where do you kind of see the space going here in the next uh, few years? So coming from a wrestling background, there is nothing anyone can say to me ever that will ever offend me or make me sad because I have been told to kill myself because I am too fat to wrestle Kenny Omega I have been told I don't deserve anything that I have. And when you look at an orphan who was homeless in the face and tried to insult them, you're not going to get there. Um, and it's really taught me that that toxic garbage so doesn't matter. It's never going to go away. So as much as I want to say, I would like to see the content space stop that. It's never going to stop because that's not how keyboard warriors are. It's forever. What I would like to see is the people whose content is so good, but is drawn back because of that attitude. I would love to see them figure out that if they just worried about what they wanted to do, their content would blossom because it is so good. There is so much good individual content out there that all you have to do is sift through their bullshit. They, people would find it. And it was like that in wrestling. It's like that when I did music production. It is like that when I did writing. It is like that everywhere. Companies have gone down because of that infighting and jealousy and, and out. Look, you want an example? Here's an example. A little bit of little bit of jealousy from myself. Jacob is so successful with thinking about thinking, and he's the lead analyst at Player Profiler before you could blink twice. And I always tried to keep up with him in that until I realized that's not how it was supposed to be. And then after that, our content blossomed. I want to see that. I want to see people stop worrying about where other people have gone, who has gotten jobs, whatever. And I want to see people use the space how it is meant to be used. And that's growth and meeting people and engaging with people you never thought you would. Do you think there was ever a time where I would get to sit weekly and talk to John Hansen, Adam Kaplan, uh, Graham Barfield, Scott Barrett, Jake Tritt? There's no way you could have told me that two years ago. No way and once we put that other stuff aside content grew and opportunities grew that's what i want to see because eventually if we did that all that negative toxic behavior would fall by the wayside and the good content would take over that's what i want to see from the space love it 
Love it. We had this discussion at the uh, the expo, and I don't remember who was all there, but uh, it was kind of just an in general talk, and they're talking about, uh, you know how, like, the running joke in the community, too? Like, we, we talk about Dynasty Reddit, and, like, people laugh at, you know, like, some of the things that go on in Dynasty Reddit. Reddit. You know, I don't yep. even, I, no, I don't even go on it. Like Reddit, right? right. Cool. right. Or there's like there's big time uh, content creators out there, and like they they may have been focused on redraft, and then they start going into like Dynasty, and people are talking. Whoa, just wait till those people come in. And I said, I said it's fantastic if they come. Like the more people who come to my niche, which my niche is Dynasty, uh, I leave mm-hmm. the redraft stuff. I, I'll dabble in we, redraft. If you want some redraft advice, I'll give it to you. Uh, full disclosure, it's probably not going to be very good because <laughs> I'm not very good at redraft for whatever god-awful reason. Shout out to my home league, which continues to kick my ass, even though I do this for uh, for money. <laughs> People right. pay me, and yet I can't ever win that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, but even if it's big and you think the, the dynasty advice where it's coming from is bad, the more people they get interested in it for my market – the happier I am. The yeah. more dynasty players we can have, the better it is. Twofold. I do content. That's more opportunity, more mm-hmm. eyes that could be on my stuff. And and at at the core, Thomas, I'm a dynasty player. I want to be able to go and find a league whenever the hell it could be two in the morning. Hey, we're looking for one more for a dynasty league. Best ball startup. What's up? I'm in. Yep. <laughs> Say less. I'm here. I want that ability. So I think if people kind of got out of their own fucking way. Yeah. Stop trying to be so negative all the time. And I, I'm a, I'm a negative person too. Like I like to jab and barb at people, but I'm kind of like you, Thomas. It comes from a place where I don't really give a shit. Like you're yeah. not going to say anything that's going to change how I feel about my day. I close mm-hmm. the app and I go, all right, what am I doing now? I'll right. probably go watch grandma's boy for the 47th time. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to ruin my day because of something you said to me on Twitter. Yeah. But Nothing get out of your own way just a little bit. Thing. Nine just days Beyonce affect me more than anyone on Twitter will. All right. Like, yeah. Yeah. The outcome of that show will have more effect on my life yes. than what somebody says about my view of Marquise Brown. <laughs> Get you, you know what I mean? When you look at it that way. Yes. I, w- I will get more pissed off at the ending of uh, Game of Thrones and what they did to that final season <laughs> than I will, no matter how stupid you tell me, because I uh, I was a big Trey Lance fucking truther even up till this season. Not yep. going to affect me. Not going right. to affect me. I-, I think you're right. People getting out of their own way and just, like we said at the beginning, right? Like, grow a little. Yeah. Right? There's so many great people that you can meet and reach out to and whatever you want to determine if it was real, like you mentioned, say like things like the expo. Yeah. Whatever you determine is real or not. You're, you know, you're an adult, hopefully. Um, shout out Hutch. He, speaking of that, dude takes an absolute beating every day, but all he does is continue to grow and just grow and grow and grow. That's what it is. I want to see. That's what it is about, but get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. I love it. It, it is so important, Thomas, and I think like having you on, having some of the other guests that I've had on, um, Twitter's always just kind of been a weird place, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can honestly say that I, I see somebody post something and I go, the fuck is this guy, what the fuck is this woman talking about, like, what is this person on, what kind of bullshit, mm-hmm. I don't believe that, That's uh, that's a terrible take, and you find yourself going down that road and you're like, listen, if they were standing here right one-on-one would i respond in the same way as i yeah. would on the internet oh my god no 
No. I'd be like, Thomas, I heard you were talking about Trey Lance. Tell me about what what why do you why do you hate him? Why do you hate Trey Lance? Well, here, this is why, blah blah blah. You oh broke my heart? <laughs> yeah, he broke my heart. <laughs> he broke he broke a lot of people's hearts. But well, no, you're you're right in that. And I've I've gotten caught a couple of times. You can go and search my name up and you can like go Ramondre Stevenson. You'll see one nasty back and forth I had with somebody. For sure. And I went sure. immediately after and I was like, man, I'm better than that. I was right, by the way, dickhead. But uh, I was I was right. Thank you. But I was not nice about it. I was not professional about it. Um, that was my fault. I was lucky, you know, that wasn't a bigger deal. Granted, I didn't say anything like, let's not cancel me over nothing here. Right. I didn't right. say nothing like that. I kept it above the belt. And, you know, I've, I've gotten in one or two of those, as people do. And yeah. I've since stopped. I just don't bother. Um, there's more productive things. But you're right. If somebody were sitting right beside me, we'd be having a conversation like we are now. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be like it is. I just got one of those the other day on Twitter. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, Listen, somebody chirped at me like they got under my skin. So I got home and I'm like, I put out this well thought out with data points and, you know, putting everything on paper. And a uh, typical troll response was just like right after. Yeah, but that's all garbage and doesn't apply. And it's just like, you, <laughs> you motherfucker. Watch the game, bro. Watch the game. You know what I want to see? You know what I want to see? Look, I want to see the film people and data people. Unite in harmony because we yes. will get so much more done. But if I hear one more fucking person tell me to quote watch the tape, <laughs> watch the tape. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. Because guess what, buddy? I'll be like, oh, player X isn't as explosive through the line. Like, well, you're not watching the game then. I don't fucking have to. Okay, this tells me it. Well, you can't quantify. You literally can. This number existing is literally quantifying what you're seeing on TV and applying it in data. Stop it. We can help each other. Okay. Yes. You learn both. You'll be better as an analyst. That's what I want to see. Some people want to go just with data. Some people want to go just with film. There's a mix for both of them, right? There's a mix. There's this place called common sense and you need to get to it. You know what I mean? The one I always had was uh, people are talking about uh, Najee Harris. And you look at some of the advanced analytics, and they're very good, right, this season. Like some of his breakaway run rate, you're going, wow, that's interesting. And you go, how come his yards per carry is so bad? And then you put on the tape, and you watch it, and you go, oh, every time he gets a handoff, he gets hit two, three yards in the backfield. Apparently their offensive line is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is a common sense thing. It's not all Najee Harris being shit, all right? <laughs> it's not all – some of it is though. Some yes. of it is the fact that he's slow. He's not super athletic. He's just kind of a guy, kind of a I plotter. Called him, uh, I called him expensive James Connor when they drafted him. That's pretty and fucking accurate I feel to this pretty day. Good about that to this day. Yeah. You you definitely, sir, were on to something back then. Expensive James Connor fits. Now, let's just hope he goes to Arizona. <laughs> kind of has a little bit of fantasy resurgence after everybody writes him off. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, I agree. I will take that, you know, just perennial ninth round dynasty startup pick. (laughs) (laughs) Just me as an analyst shitting on him every single year. You don't want James Conner. He's old. He's slow. He's gross. And then he just comes out. He's like RB or top, top 12 RB every single year. Fantasy goat. Love it. Love it. 
No, I th- I think this is this is great. I gotta ask you then before we get out of here, mm-hmm. Fantasy Football Expo. Have you been? Plan on going? Hard going to back if you already have. Hard to as a Canadian. I haven't. Life events have always gone in the way. Gotcha. But um, I I want to. It might be a little sensory overload for me, but flights, man, flights from Canada anywhere is just stupid. Like it was going to cost me uh, like twelve grand, and I just Ooh. yeah. Ooh, twelve grand. Is that Canadian dollars or American dollars? It's fake Monopoly money, so it's like five <laughs> bucks for you. So. Yeah. I love it. Uh, every time we do a giveaway or something, and I gotta send something up to Canada, I just go, "Son of a bitch!" It's brutal. It's brutal. They get us every Don't time. Do it. Just get it to someone else. Just tell them an error occurred and they're not a real person. So um, much for NAFTA, huh? <laughs> yeah. Forget it. It's oh, so man. bad. We got to get you down for at least one. And if you do come down, just know you got a place to stay at the uh, yeah. the South Harmon School. So if you get a too much sensory overload, don't worry. You just lock yourself in the classroom that's uh, actually a bedroom. And uh, nobody will find you. Trust me, the place is so big you can hide. <laughs> you can hide. <laughs> I love that, man. I, I really appreciate that. And uh, just being on this program shows that all it takes is the smallest things to find new opportunities and new people. Right. If if you miss that I was on the AMA, the only reason you and I really conversed more than a couple DMs about a trade is because one guy was so bewildered <laughs> that somebody would trade players away to the point where they got in both DMs and I had to message you and be like, Is this guy like a super fan? Like, what are we what is going on? And you're like, No, I have no fucking idea who that is. And like that was it. And next thing you know, we did the show a couple days later, right? And we broke it down. And yeah, it's not looking great for me right now, but the my you know method was still worked out, and I'm okay with that. And well, it ain't looking great for me either, right? That yeah. pick's gonna be. I'm about to take my sixth loss on the season this week. I'm trying, all right. I'm hoping. I like I said, I'm respectfully praying for your downfall. But that that's all it took. And then now here we are. Like there's there's the connection there right so yes sir it just takes one little thing and just being open and not thinking you're you're higher than anyone else if you just stop getting in your own way you get more opportunities like this and and so on and so forth absolutely all right other than needing 63 points from justin herbert in the uh the second half here to uh to pull out the w and not make that draft pick i sent to thomas <laughs> even better than it already is uh <laughs> other than that can you tell the people where they can find you and when they can find you that's that's so important too i i have everybody tell me where they can find them we never know when though there's so much content going on all the time when do we tune in right so all i'm so easy to find it's everything is l nostra thomas el nostra thomas like it's i've made it real easy for everyone that's tiktok Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, all that jazz. If you're into video games, I'm on Twitch whenever I can. I have no schedule for that. I'm sorry. Usually Saturdays, Saturday nights. Uh, I play games on Twitch. I do some fantasy stuff on Twitch too, but not, I like to keep that separate. Other than that, Dynasty Points goes live every Tuesday, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Jacob, myself, Lucas this week. Billy's coming back for one episode while Lucas is away. We had Scott last week. Really loving that. And other than that, it's all fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com. 
basically every live show you see there i'm behind the scenes producing or i'm on it myself everything is free this week so if you are not a fantasy point subscriber yet go to fantasypoints.com and check out their media and their live streams everything from cashing points to match up points with adam kaplan all free this week uh, so you can get kind of a glimpse of what we're doing and the type of content we provide whether it's nfl insider brett whitefield the lead of our our film team and our charting team uh, the best film analyst i know um right you get access to all those guys live this week all week Damn, just giving stuff away. Yeah, big week this week. And if and if you haven't already, the Fantasy Points Data Suite, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. And your jumps to two hundred next year. So get those hooks locked into you quick, please. My get community. Them. It is uh, it is fantastic. I've been playing around with it here, and uh, yeah, uh, no, no shots against other people who do uh, advanced data game charting, but uh, <clears throat> cough best one there is. <laughs> No, Sorry, no, no, Damn. and it's it's just a fact. Like it, there's so many things Period. being updated. We just we just finished the coverage tool, right? They can tell you a player is better or worse against two high, single high zone coverage. I mean, who does all that? that? You, you does can that? do you can do that with like okay, playing a divisional game when the weather is ten degrees and it's five mile an hour wins like you can break it down in that data tool to such a point where you will not have an opportunity to miss what you need it is one of one and it's not close mm. nuts nuts absolutely incredible thomas thank you so much for coming on absolutely incredible uh this was a uh, a show talking about just those little tiny moments and like you said man you and i do not have this if it wasn't for uh some dickbag uh, deciding to try to chirp a tweet or chirp, <laughs> chirp at a trade. Oh, did you three for Stephon Diggs alone? Yeah. Uh, okay, buddy. Which everyone knows he didn't. That trade didn't happen. He did not send three first for him. That's how everyone's aware. He did not. I, I offered it, and uh, that's not what I meant. You <laughs> said that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it here for another episode of the oh south harbor spotlight make sure you go check out everything thomas has got going on big thank you to him reach out to him on twitter he has an incredible story i'm glad we got to hear a little bit of it and uh you know maybe uh maybe we'll have a follow-up episode here on the south harbor spot this was so good we gotta do it again as many times as possible thomas look forward to linking up with you again my friend uh you take care and for everybody we'll be back here same time same place next week for the south Harmon spotlight episode 14 appreciate y'all peace